Hi everyone, it's Sophia and welcome back to another podcast episode of Pick Up The Phone. Um, For this episode, I'm going to be talking about advice. I asked you guys on Instagram to let me know any advice you guys want to hear, anything you wanted to know, and I got a couple of questions that you guys want me to answer. Um, A lot of them were... (laughs) A lot of them were how to get with Sophia Phone, how to pull Sophia Phone, how to make love to Sophia Phone. That was majority of the fucking questions. So I'm going to assume you guys are all good in the in the advice area. You guys don't need any advice. You just want to pull me. Well, I'm sorry to tell you guys, but I do not know how to answer that. I don't know how to love someone. I am a walking red flag. I'm the worst person to possibly like, so I'm letting you guys down very easily that I am the problem. Uh, This is not me gaslighting you. I am the problem. You are not the problem. It is myself. Anyways, if you guys don't know, I just got back from Miami yesterday. Um, I think majority of my followers are relatively, like, they've been around for a really long time. Like, right when I started TikTok when I went viral off that fucking bedrock meme, which I just want to apologize for that. (laughs) I'm sorry I ever made that video. So cringe now that I'm thinking about it. It literally told millions of people that I want to make their bedrock. I was a fucking virgin. I was a fucking virgin. Anyways, um, so yeah, I think a lot of my followers already know that I have lived in Miami my whole life. I'm from Miami and how much I fucking hate Miami. But this is shocking. This is going to be really shocking to to some of you guys. Uh, While back in Miami, I kind of realized how much I actually missed it (laughs) and how much I actually love it. Like, okay, I complained a lot about Miami because I feel like everyone kind of hates where they're from. Everyone hates where they're from. They're so excited to leave, which which is reasonable because it's just like you're tired of seeing the same people everyone in that city knows your drama well like okay like for Miami it was like we I went to a private school so it was like there was only like five private schools in Miami and they were all like within like a five mile distance from each other um so everyone fucking knew each other's drama everyone dated each other's crushes it was like the weirdest fucking thing possible like best friends would literally like go after each other's boyfriends and like and they would be okay with it like Miami was it was so weird um so yeah I hated it during high school and then I couldn't wait to leave because it was just like a bad place to kind of think about all the things that happened to be there I mean nothing like fucking too bad happened to me there it was just like a lot of like I don't know drama and being made fun of and just like not having a lot of friends and people because I was a really fucking big target (laughs) like growing up like in high school I was a really big target a lot of people would fucking talk about me I think it's because I didn't give a fuck I think it's because I did not give a fuck I posted whatever I wanted um which worked out because now I I have followers on social media and shit like that which is kind of what I wanted um in high school and now I have it. So yeah, I was like, like, I would say I was popular, but I was like the popular person that was like, just talked about and like, <laughs> no, no friends. But like, I was just always talked about. It's like hard to explain. 
I don't know. Uh, whatever so i just had like a really bad experience in miami growing up um i fucking hated everyone everyone hated me it was just like <laughs> it was just a very mutual thing um but now like going back made me realize how much i miss it i think i miss it now because now like i just don't care about what people think about me even more because now like ugh, ew, this kind of sounds weird but like it's true like everyone used to make fun of me for this and that but, like, now I'm on, like, a different level from them all. <laughs> so, like, now I really don't care going back and, like, being seen by them. Like, from before, like, without followers, I would, like, hate to walk around in public because I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to have to, like, run into someone I, like, that talks about me and, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just going to make fun of. But now I, like, freely walk around Miami because I'm, like, okay, I don't care. Like, you stalk me on social media. All of your friends want to get with me. You probably want to get with me it's like I don't I don't care anymore so now I can actually appreciate Miami for what it is because I'm not afraid to kind of walk around anymore so I went to Miami this weekend I left Thursday and then I came back to New York Sunday morning um I went to the beach I hung out with my best friend which I was so happy to see because I hadn't seen her in a couple months yeah, like a couple months because, I don't know, we've both been, like, pretty busy and I just haven't been to Miami. I've been in New York and just traveling and shit like that. Um, so I saw my best friend and we went to this fair, which, oh, fucking hate fairs. I like going with her because it's fun. I'm, like, I just kind of push through it. Uh, but if a guy ever took me on a date to a fair, I would fucking drop him so fast. Oh, to answer the first question, um that I talked about in the podcast, like literally right when we started about how to pull me and how to get me and how to date me. Don't take me on a fair date. Do not take me on a fair date. If you do not take me on a fair date, we're going to be okay. I just, I hate it. I hate things that like give me like these like big adrenaline rushes, like things that just cause my anxiety to fucking skyrocket. Like the, most people like enjoy that like thrill of things and like cliff jumping and going on roller coasters and blah 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 like this they love danger that is not me i fucking hate it um i always regret it (laughs) it's not even that i regret it it's just like it does not make me happy like most people are like right after the ride they're like oh yeah like i'm so fucking bumped up like that was so worth it like had so much fun let's do it again whenever i get off a ride i'm like i cannot believe i did not just fucking die like my anxiety is so bad and so high when it comes to like things that can cause death um that I just don't like it so we went on like what did we go on um well first we on on like this little kitty kind of roller coaster um I think it's called like crazy mouse or something like that I don't know it's like a fucking like one of those like mini tiny roller coasters um doesn't go upside down or anything it was like 10 seconds Um, We did that, but then we went on this one where it's, like, you're kind of, like, on a claw, and it just, like, spins upside down, and you're fucking spinning upside down, backwards, whatever. It just flips you all over the fucking place, and I hated it so much, because whenever I'm on a ride, my body, like, I'm not sure, I don't know why, Um, but whenever I'm on a ride, whenever it, like, kind of goes upside down, my body fucking, like, detaches itself from the ride, and just, like levitates me towards like what is it like the bars is that what it's called like what holds you down the bars whatever I like fly off the seat every time 
And so I'm like flying off the seat, fucking spinning upside down, shitting my pants, throwing up, um, thinking I'm going to fucking die because I don't understand how that thing is holding me. I do not understand how that thing is just pushing because I'm pushing against it and it's just sitting there. How the fuck did it not open it? How am I not dead? How am I not dead? So it was just like 40 seconds of me fucking spinning around thinking I'm literally going to die. And I've been on that ride like a couple times. Like every time I go to the fair with her, because we go to the fair a lot together, um, like around Christmas, because they have like this like weird, it's like pretty disgusting. It's a pretty disgusting fair, but they have it like every Christmas in Miami. Um, And I love Christmas and me and her just like love doing random shit. So we go a lot. Um, so I do it, like, every year with her, but it was just fucking, it was torture. It was torture. Like, I don't mind roller coasters too much because I feel more secure in them, but, man, fair rides, never. I don't, I don't want to go to another fair unless you're going to win me, like, a fucking stuffed animal and we're just going to eat food and, I don't know, go on, like, little cute bumblebee rides Okay, then I'll do that. But if we're going to go on a fucking claw machine that makes me levitate and want to fucking die, I'm not down. I don't want to do it. Don't sign me up. I'm ghosting you. But yeah, now I'm back in New York um, and I already missed Miami. I was planning on kind of staying in Miami for a little bit longer. Like I was just going to cancel my flight. But then I realized I had an appointment today and I couldn't cancel it. If I were to cancel my appointment, it would have charged me like $100. So I wasn't going to do that. So I just kind of came back to New York. But it's pretty cold. It's like in the 40s right now, which I mean, I think it's fucking freezing. So I guess my hibernation starts now. I hate the cold. I hate the cold. Don't ask me how I live in New York now because I cannot stand the cold. I like the heat. I like the warmth. I like wearing shorts. I like wearing cute clothes. And like, oh, I just feel like fucking weird in winter clothes and like fall clothes I just feel like it does not suit me well like I I already have like a fucking really big upper body and I'm not talking about boobs man I wish I was talking about boobs no I'm not talking about boobs I'm talking about like my shoulders I have like a football man's linebacker shoulders um I don't know why born that way but I just have a very big (laughs) very big broad shoulders And I just feel like winter clothes just do not fit me well. And like long sleeves and all that stuff. I just feel very big and extra. And then it just causes me to have depression. Ooh, I think this is going to be my first year I'm going to have seasonal depression. I don't know. Is that what it's called? Seasonal depression? I don't know when it starts. Does it start now? Because I have like depression every year, every year long. But um, yeah, I want to know what the seasonal depression is all about. I think it's already started for me. Maybe. I don't know. I think I'm getting there. We'll see. But yeah, it's getting cold, which I'm not liking. I think I'm going to fly somewhere soon. I was supposed to go. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, like, I haven't even, like, started my fucking topic of today. I'm just kind of, like, rambling right now because I just have so much to tell you guys. Um. Anyways, I'm supposed to go see my crush this week. He lives in Michigan. Okay, wait. Let me Let me explain. If you guys listened to my last podcast, I kind of talked about him for a little bit, like um, met him on Tinder or t- Hinge or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm not going to say Tinder or Hinge to people if they ask how we met, just because that's kind of fucking embarrassing. But I did. And so we've been like friends for a while and I was going to go visit him. 
he was living in New York, I think, or like planning on moving to New York. And then he kind of like moved to L.A. for a little bit. And now he's back to Michigan for the holidays. Um, so I don't know where he's going to move after Michigan. Probably back to L.A. Whatever. So I was going to go to Michigan this week to go see him. Oh, what a fucking simp. I'm such a simp. Why am I flying to him? Why am I doing that? Why is he not flying to me? Should I not go? I don't know. I feel like such a fucking simp. But at the same time, I'm just such a, like a yellow person. Like, <laughs> ew. Ew, I'm just so quirky. I'm such a yellow person. Um, but I am. Like, ugh, but I don't want to waste my money. Like, if I was, if it was being paid for, then fuck it, yellow. But that is my own money. That's like $200 of my own money to go see someone. And if they break my heart, like, I can't get that $200 back. And fuck it, I don't really care about experiences too much. Mm, maybe I don't want to go. But anyways... If I do go, I'm supposed to go to Michigan, which I think is a lot colder than my, I mean, than New York right now. I think it's snowing in Michigan, actually. I've never been. I've never really wanted to go to Michigan. <laughs> but whatever. So I might do that. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. I forgot what the whole point of this was. But we'll see if I end up going. If not, I'll be in New york for a little bit and hiding in my room and eating peanut butter and jellies. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about until... And then we'll start, like, the actual podcast. Um, lately, I've been obsessed, like, fucking obsessed with Uncrustable peanut butter and jellies. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. They're so fucking good. I never liked peanut butter and jellies kind of growing up. I've never had one. Um, like, the first time I tried one, I was, like, fucking, like, 15 or 16. I don't know why. I Like, I just wasn't... I just really stuck to, like cereal for breakfast and like lunch I had chicken tenders and dinner I had chicken tenders like I was just a very like chicken nugget kind of girl and so I never really jumped into the whole peanut butter and jelly wave um but like a month ago I decided to try an Uncrustable I know it was my first time ever trying one I mean I've had the Nutella one but I've never had the peanut butter and jelly one anyways a month ago was my first time trying a peanut butter and jelly Uncrustable and I didn't know, like, you had to, like, thaw it or, like, toast it. I don't know. I just fucking... I was so hungry that I just grabbed it from the freezer and ate it fucking frozen. And ever since then, ever since that day, I have been eating a box of Uncrustables a day. I have four Uncrustables a day, frozen. Like, I'll leave it out for literally, like, two minutes. I think two minutes is the perfect temperature um to thaw it out because I just love it frozen oh my god it tastes so fucking good frozen I just had one like not five minutes ago I had one 14 minutes ago right before this podcast started see a little bit of ASMR still on my bed the wrapper um but yeah I have four a fucking day that's my second one of the day it's just so good they are so good please try them frozen they're so nasty heated up and like toasted or ew they taste so nasty my mom gave me one the other day and you just do not get the flavors you do not get the flavors but if it's frozen you get all the flavor i promise you eat it frozen i went to target and they just do not sell them anymore like they have uncrustables but they only have the strawberry and jelly one they don't have the the grape jelly one so I'm going to have to have a word with uh, Mr. Mr. CEO of Target because they're my my happiness and that's all I want for Christmas and that's what I want in my stocking and that's what I want for my birthday cake. I want a fucking peanut butter and jelly Uncrustable 
birthday cake. Bam. Okay. Now let's actually get into the podcast. All right. So the first question of the day, I'm just jumping right into it. Um, I got a lot of questions about just like me talking about first dates and meeting up with people and going on dates and all that fun stuff. Not really. They're not really fun. I fucking hate dates. Okay, dates. Um, I actually used to like hate dates. Um, I've been on a handful of them. Like, yeah, I've been on quite a lot of dates. And where have they ended up? Fucking nowhere. Am I talking to any of them still? I do not believe I am. Uh, but that's okay. It is totally okay. Um, I kind of just hated them because, all right, I'm jumping into this. Sorry, trigger warning. Talking about eating, talking about eating, trigger warning. Um, okay, well, I have a bit of an eating disorder. Um, it was like pretty bad last year, mainly. Now I'm like slowly recovering. I'm like getting back to trying to have control of like eating again and all that stuff but anyways I had a really big fear of dates because a lot of them just like involve going out to dinner and like I wanted to go on a date but I was so fucking embarrassed to tell them like hey like can we not do dinner like can we do something else um just because I I was afraid of them being like the fuck like can this bitch just like go on dinner with me and then we go back home and have sex and blah blah blah. I don't know like I just I was afraid to stand up for myself because I was scared of judgment and I was I was I'm a people pleaser I like making other people happy and I didn't want to be like a whole fucking drag like oh like she doesn't want to go to dinner like now I have to like find something else blah blah blah. I don't know so I used to like never really go on dates because it was, it was like a really big fear of mine, so <laughs> I ghosted so many people. If you're listening to this and you're supposed to go on a date with me and I ghosted you, I'm so fucking sorry. But it, it's just, it's my eating disorder, babe. It's my eating disorder. Um, but now I'm starting to get back into like going on dates and I love them. I like, okay, like the second they're like, oh, like I'm on my way, I fucking shit my pants. Like I feel like vomiting. But then like, Every time, like, three minutes into the day, I just feel so comfortable and I'm, like, so okay. And I'm, like, okay, this is not as bad as it's fucking how, how I, oh, I always overthink it. It's not as bad as I think about it in my head. So, um, yeah, I've been on, like, a couple dates more recently. Not, like, too recent because kind of talking to someone, kind of not. But, um, like, I, I had been on a date, like, a month ago and shit like that. And it, it was a lot of fun because I don't think of it anymore as like, oh, like, since I'm going on a date with this person, like, that's it. Like, I have to fucking commit. Like, this is, this is going to be my boyfriend. Like, I have to do this. I have to, you don't have to do anything. You, all you have to do, show up on that date and just make it seem like it's your friend. Because it is. You're not fucking dating them yet. You're not tied down you, you don't probably guys don't even like each other yet you're just getting to know each other um and if it doesn't go well then hey then you just tell them you don't want to pursue anything with them and it's as easy as that for girls babes you get free dinner <laughs> um a nice time 
just do it. There, There is nothing to be afraid of. Well, actually, there could be. Unless, like, he turns into a fucking killer. But make sure you're going on someone that you're at least kind of, like, talking to for a little bit. And you're comfortable around. I like to go on dates with, like, people that I have mutual friends with. So not, like, complete strangers. Um, but, yeah, I just make it seem friendly now. I treat them like, like if they're a friend. Um, I'm pretty easy to talk to now, I think so. I used to, like, not really know what to talk about, but now I think I'm getting better. I just kind of, like, fucking go on a rampage and start talking about whatever shit. Um, but that's just how, that's just how I am. And if they don't like that, then that is not a person I want to date anyways. So, you live and you learn. But yeah, now I'm, like, completely comfortable telling people, like, hey, like, can we do something else besides dinner? Like, can we go, I don't know, walk? Can we go... (laughs) kind of a boring date can we go ice skating can we go this can we go that um just if you want to get into dating do something that you feel comfortable going on if you don't feel comfortable doing that on a date then then don't do it or politely ask to do something else I don't know um I made a lot of friends from dates like I'm still friends with a couple people that I've been on dates with and we both just realized hey like there's not much date in chemistry here, but friendship-wise, like, you were fun. We had a nice time. This is, this is nice. It's a nice, a nice little relationship that's not dating. Just, like, friendship relationship kind of thing. For me, like, for dates now, I kind of like activity-based dates. Like, I'm not, I'm not a dinner date kind of girl. I'm, like, Anything that keeps me and my date busy, I like. And it gives us something to talk about and brings us kind of closer together than, like, I like to do that. So, like, ice skating or bowling or gonna go see basketball. I want to go I want to go on a date with a boy so bad to go watch a basketball game. This is not me being a pick-me girl. I just have so much fun. I went to a game in Brooklyn, like three weeks ago with my sister and her boyfriend that she's been dating for like a couple months now like six seven months I don't really know and I had so much fucking fun was I really paying attention to the basketball like yes but I wasn't sure what was going on but that was just like besides the point I liked fucking screaming um and I liked the music that they play in their like in the little what is it called arena (laughs) What basketball court area whatever what is it called stadium i don't know what the fuck it's called wherever they play basketball um i like the music that they play in uh, in that place um yeah so i want to go on a basketball date <laughs> sorry but it's just very important on dates not to be too hard on yourself if like the conversation is kind of dying down because i've had so many moments like that where like you get like that awkward silence and you're just like sitting there or walking there and you're like, all right, like, is he going to say something? Or are they going to say something? Because I don't know what the fuck to say anymore. And it's starting to get really awkward and quiet and blah, blah, blah. Um, but just ask things that you kind of know that they're interested in because then it leads to a longer conversation. And you can kind of just like jump into that. Um, so that's what I guess I kind of do. And if you have social anxiety, which I um, suffer from, unfortunately, if you're if you're starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable or just like nervous or your anxiety is getting to you, just head to the bathroom, head to the bathroom and regroup yourself. 
and go get them. Go get them after. You'll be fine. Trust me. Dates are supposed to be fun. They're not this whole fucking commitment thing. Um, you don't have to do anything you want. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Uh, you don't have to go home with them. You don't have to kiss them. No, you don't have to do any of that. Have fun. Have a nice time. Enjoy yourself. Go out there. Maybe they're your soulmate. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Just go on so many fucking dates. Have fun with life. I love going on dates now. I want to go on dates every single fucking day of my life. <laughs> okay, not really, but I do like them. All right, the next question, I also got a couple of them, but it's how not to get attached to boys. Um, if you're a guy watching, I mean, listening to this, then how not to get attached to girls or guys or whatever. Whoever the fuck you're interested in to... How not to get attached to another person, which, ooh, babe, I struggle with so much. Um, I definitely have attachment issues, 100%, but my attachment issues are, like, kind of fucking weird because I get attached to someone, okay, like, I could be talking to someone for a day and I will automatically kind of get attached to them just because, like, I don't know, like, usually I, I don't last... <laughs> talking to people for a very long time so if I find someone that I like enjoy talking to for longer than a day and I can actually stand that person then I automatically get attached and my fucking day gets ruined if they are not attached to me too and they're not snapchatting me and like it just makes me so sad and I also have this issue where I like people for like two weeks like I will be obsessed with someone for two weeks and then once those two weeks are over, I just, I get fucking bored. I get bored and I realize I didn't even actually really like them and I just got attached and like, it, it's so bad. And the reason this happens is because I just like attach onto anyone and anything at the very start, no matter if like they don't even have the kind of personality that I'm like really truly looking for, I'm like, all right. This is what I deserve. This is the best for me. This is the best I'm going to get. Uh, this is the only thing I'm going to get. So I'm going to get attached and I'm going to fucking date them. Um, and then two weeks come around and I realize, why did I get attached? There was no point. I just got attached because I wanted something and I wanted someone and anything. Um, and then they start actually showing their true colors within those two weeks. And I'm like, all right, we actually have no interest with each other. Um, we do not like the same things. I... I'm fucking weirded out by you. I just do not like you anymore. And then they kind of like confess their feelings for me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I feel bad because I did have feelings for like one fucking day. And I kind of like made it seem like I had feelings, which I thought I had feelings, but I don't. I just have attachment issues there. All right. So for some of you guys who don't really know what like attachment disorders are, I'm going to like list you a little bit of of some of the traits it's like fear of abandonment fear of intimacy instant relationships love bombing intense jealousy um hypersensitivity uh what else ghosting someone who's like been nothing but good to you but you just like can't communicate well back to them so then you just kind of like ghost them <laughs> or like pursuing unavailable people so like long distance people or like married people but like for long distance it's like as soon as they kind of like 
move a little bit closer to you, you're like, okay, never mind. This is not what I want anymore. It's like weird. I don't know. I think I, I struggle with the long distance one. Unfortunately, I just get really obsessive over the person um, very quickly. Like I will, <laughs> this is so bad, but I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to fix it and I don't really know how to yet, but at least I'm like self-aware about what I'm doing. Um, so like I'll like someone after like a fucking like two days or something or like I like the idea of someone after like a day and I would just like start stalking like I mean fucking stalking and the boys think I'm clueless the boys think I'm clueless um but yeah I do like heavy stalking I will like find out their ex I will find out who they're most recently talking to I will like I really go out of my way to look at every fucking comment and then click that girl's comment and see if he commented on hers or he liked hers and like I'm just very observant and then I like to play clueless but I know exactly what the fuck everyone is up to who everyone's smashing who everyone I just kind of know I like start getting obsessed with like their every little move <laughs> like I will just like pay attention to like every fucking thing that they're doing but now I think I'm just, like, kind of emotionally unavailable. Um, because now when I'm, like, looking for a sort of partner, like, let's say I'm, like, talking to someone. I only really want to talk to someone if they kind of have a more healthier attachment style that I can kind of deal with. Like, if that person that I like kind of has a healthy attachment pattern then you can just sort of feel like inner security within yourself and you it just makes things a lot fucking easier because if someone like okay let's say like like a boy and they're like one of those people that like are always going out and just like always around people and shit like that i just simply cannot date someone like that unfortunately i just can't because i'm a very jealous person and again i have pretty bad attachment issues so i will just like be constantly looking at their mood not their mood their move and see what they're doing see what they're up to see who they're around um <laughs> stalking the best that i could fucking do uh which is like not good um but like i'm trying i'm trying my best to like get off my phone and just like realize that like people have lives and not everyone's gonna fucking cheat on you because the only relationship that I kind of got into or like the only like every time I've been with someone um trust issues to the max it's just always ended up so poorly like they've always just like cheated or just like been with other people the entire time they were talking to me so I just have like really bad trust issues and man I got fucking everything at this point what is wrong with I'm a walking red flag I just have every fucking thing possible um, but I do. I have, like, very bad trust issues. Um, I struggle with believing that what people are telling me is the truth because a lot of times when I kind of know someone's not telling the truth, like, and they're like, no, like, I'm not doing anything, blah, 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 like, blah, blah. I'm always just right. I'm just always right. Um, like, I, I look crazy at the moment, but then it just always fucking turns out right. So that's kind of my reason for like overly being obsessive and overly stalking is because i'm always fucking right like i always just have this like weird gut feeling that like they're just 
messing around with other people. It's just like the generation that we're kind of in. Like, no one takes things seriously here. Like, no one actually wants to, like, settle down. And if they do settle down, they're just fucking messing around with other girls in the background, too. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'm... (laughs) I don't think I'm capable of getting into a relationship. No matter how badly I talk about it, I'm just not capable of being in one. So, yeah. If I ever like a boy, I kind of just want, like, a little homebody boy. Someone that just, I don't know, plays video games in his room and just stays in his bed and hangs out with his mom. Like, I, mean, I need a little nerd. <laughs> I need a nerd. I came with these party boys because they, uh, they always, they're always fucking up. They're always doing something. Always up to something. I also have this really weird problem of if they're not texting me, then my fucking day is, like, ruined. Like, if they don't text me for like (laughs) longer than like if they have me left undelivered for like two hours or they're just like not texting me for like two hours I just like get really fucking angry (laughs) and I just like lose all feelings I get so mad um it's so bad like I, I just can't let people have lives without me I'm like man this person is really living their life without me right now without even texting me like they they can go on with their day um So I think that's because I'm just kind of jealous that they can go on without overthinking their lives and overthinking their crushes. Um, So I think I'm jealous in that part of the area. But now recently, I've just been kind of getting off my phone and leaving my phone at home. Like I'll go on walks now and I would just like leave my phone and I won't check it for like four hours. Like I just don't depend on my phone anymore or let people's lives control mine like if someone's not texting you like realize it's either they have a life they are busy they're not fucking constantly on their phone like you are Sophia um they could be in school they could have a job they could be hanging out with friends they could I don't know be playing video games I used to overthink it and used to like assume the worst was happening every time they weren't texting me uh but now I've just managed to just like accept it if they're not texting me, then they're not texting me. It's not that they don't want to text me. It's that they could be busy. And even if they don't want to text me, then fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> uh, just find things for yourself. Fill up your time with hobbies. Um, watch shows on Netflix. Go for walks. Go exercise. Go make yourself the best human that you can possibly. Don't sit around for your phone waiting for a text that might not even ever happen. Like, I used to sit around and think that, like, I literally, like, I don't know, like, I would, like, mm, let's say, okay, okay, this is what happened to me kind of recently, sorry, I was, like, trying to gather my thoughts for a second, so my mom and dad were flying somewhere, I forgot where they were flying, but they were flying somewhere, probably back to Miami, I don't know, Uh, this happened, like, two months ago, and I didn't want to go back to Miami because I was waiting on a boy to text me to ask to hang out for the weekend. Like, I really assumed, because he had texted me, like, a couple days beforehand. He was like, oh, like, let's hang out soon, blah, blah, blah. So then that whole week, I was just, like, like, he didn't text me that whole week, Uh, but I was just, like, expecting, hey, like, maybe when the weekend comes around, he's gonna text me. So I put, like, my whole life on pause for this one kid, assuming that I was just one day gonna get a text from him. It's been like three fucking months. I I still have not gotten that text from him. Um, Not that I want the text anymore, but I just have not gotten it. 
Um, but I missed going on a flight to Miami to go see my grandma that I hadn't seen in a while. Um, missed going to the beach, missed going seeing my best friend, all because I waited for a text from a boy that never even fucking happened. Never game. So that is why you should not put your life on pause for people at all. <laughs> Don't sit around and think that like that everything's just going to come so suddenly. Stop staring at your phone screen. Stop checking to make sure that you didn't miss a notification. Stop basing your worth on how quickly someone texts you back or whether they text you back at all. You can't put your life on hold while you wait for them to give you attention. You cannot spend every second wondering what they're doing instead of answering you. You can't let a text from them make your day and let being ignored from them kind of ruin your day. You cannot let people hold so much power of you. If they are taking a while to respond, don't jump to conclusions. Don't assume that you're not good enough for them, that they aren't interested in you, that they want nothing to do with you, that they read your text and rolled their eyes because you mean nothing to them. And don't hate yourself for sending text messages to people in the first place. You can't hate yourself and tell yourself that you were an idiot for trying to connect with them, that you shouldn't have bothered. Don't, don't sell yourself short. You have absolutely no idea what that other person is going through and what they're up to. They might be busy. They might be sleeping. In my case, I'm sleeping. If I'm not responding, I'm probably sleeping. Um, they might be at work. They might be trying to impress you by playing it cool. Um, they might be struggling to come up with a suitable answer to send you. You can't expect people to drop everything for you and you can't expect to be the center of anyone's world. Of course, if they make it like a habit of waiting three days to answer your messages or like avoid answering you completely, then you don't need them. You're so much better off without them. You're better off erasing their number from your phone so you like you don't have temptation to reach out to them again. Just don't waste your energy texting someone who is never going to answer you. And don't blame yourself when you look at your phone and the screen stays blank. Don't be mad that you tried to talk to them and you got the cold shoulder. Be thankful that you reached out to them and you discovered how they truly felt about you. You now realize that they weren't good enough for you, that they weren't worth a second of your time, and they aren't even worth one more text. And you can go on with your day knowing that you tried you had good intentions and it's just them it's them that are the shitty people here what i'm saying is just don't get attached to people's lives and what they are doing with their life if they're out at a party go hang out with your friends don't don't be stalking them on social media like i used to do now i don't stalk people anymore because it kind of fucking hurts my feelings every single time every time i decide to like kind of stalk someone's social media I always see something that I wish I wouldn't have seen. Um, but yeah, if they're out doing stuff, go, go experience your life just as much as they're experiencing their lives too. You cannot be sitting around and living your life based on how they're living theirs. Um, yeah, go have fun. Go have some friends. Stop looking at what they're doing. Stop looking at their last seen messages and their location and who they're most recently following on Instagram and who they're not following and blah, blah, blah. Just, ah, get over it. It, it always fucking leads to some sort of hurt. Some, some, something that you don't want to see. Okay, 
The next question is how to have motivation to do things by yourself instead of having to be around people. Babe, you asked the queen of doing things. The queen of doing things by themselves is me. (laughs) I literally do everything by myself. I have been to so many movies by myself. I have I recently went to a Lego store by myself and I built some Legos. I just have so much fun with myself. I love being by myself. <laughs> Truth is, you don't really want someone else living your life for you. Do you? I don't know. Just get out there. Become yourself. Everyone else is sort of already taken. Like, How do you even know who you are if you're always doing everything in the company of others? Like you may never know what you actually think on your own unless you take the chance to find out who you are and explore what you like on your own. And I used to struggle with like peer pressure. Um, every time I would sort of hang out with people. Um, and just like being around these people so much and spending too much time around these people can really override your personal values Unless you truly know what you believe in and why. So like now I'm okay with hanging out with people because I don't give in to peer pressure because I had spent so much time with myself that I truly found myself and I know what's right and what's wrong and what I want to do with my life and what I like. So now like let's say someone's like trying to peer pressure me to smoke weed or something or do drugs or I don't know fucking anything like If I wouldn't have spent so much time with myself to discover what I really like and just get to know things about myself, I would have 100% have given in to so many fucking things that I don't even think, like, like I don't stand for. Like, I don't want to see myself getting into or doing. But now that I had spent so much time with myself and I'm completely comfortable with myself and doing things alone, I don't give in to peer pressure. Um, If I don't want to do it, I'm just like, no, like, I don't want to do that. That's not not what i'm looking for if you want to start doing things alone but you're scared of doing things alone uh, because you have no one to do things with stop thinking just do it um i used to like want to go out to dinner a lot but i had no one to go with and overthought like what would happen if i went by myself i used to think like i look like a fucking loser sitting alone Um, Or like some creep will start a conversation and follow me home and then murder me in my sleep. Um, I don't know. I just kind of found like any fucking excuse to not do things alone because I thought I was getting made fun of and going to be judged for doing things by myself. And then one night I eventually just did it. Um, Swallowed my pride and my fear and I went to dinner by myself. I ate nice spaghetti um i watched all the people around me as they didn't even notice one bit that i was alone i wasn't murdered by some crazy night stalker i don't like our minds will come up with some crazy what if scenarios but reality is it isn't that exciting just go and you will be so pleasantly surprised like I have a couple concerts coming up that I just bought tickets for myself. Uh, I didn't ask anyone to go with me. That like that was like not even the first thing I thought of. Like, oh, like who's gonna go with me? Like I'm not gonna go see my favorite artist because this so and so doesn't want to go with me, or like no one else would want to watch it. Like go see it by yourself. Go see it by yourself. 
enjoy the atmosphere um enjoy the environment of being by yourself and doing things that you like and listening to that kind of music like i'm so excited um to go to this concert i'm going to the wallows concert i think it's like in the summer um but i love their music and i'm so excited to go and just like i don't know be by myself and listen to some music and see a band that i really fucking like so i'm so excited for that to stop being afraid of doing these things by yourself, you just have to do them. Um, like, because of my social anxiety, I used to be afraid to do a lot of things, like afraid to start conversations or to make phone calls, answer the phone, go to the market, ask someone for help, talk to strangers. And I overcame all those fears by forcing myself to do them. You gotta feel the fear and do it anyways. If you want to see a movie really badly that just came out of theaters but no one wants to go with you and now you're missing out on watching the movie because no one else wants to go with you, just fucking go. Go for it. Go watch that movie. Go have a nice two hours sit down with yourself and watch that movie. Oh, I love watching movies by myself. It's not stupid. It's, you don't look lonely. No one, Honestly, no one's even thinking about that. Every time I see a person alone in a movie theater, I'm like, Okay, like, let me just continue watching the movie. Like, I, I could care less about what anyone else is doing with their life, whether they're alone, whether they're with someone else, whether with groups of people. I do not care. What I care about is what I'm doing at the moment, not what anyone else's. Anyways, I know I didn't answer too many questions <laughs> or, like, not that many at all, but I'm already, like, 45 minutes into the podcast and I don't want to make my podcast too fucking long because then, like, People get easily distracted. Well, at least that's what happens to me. I get really easily distracted um, when things are, like, you know, taking a while. So I, I just like to keep it short. But I will do another advice session. I did save, like, all of your guys' um, advice that you guys need. And I'll probably make another podcast episode, like, a part two. Maybe on, like, Thursday or Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I'll make a part two and I'll answer more of these questions with more time and I won't have a like 20 minute fucking introduction of me talking about peanut butter and jellies my bad my bad I just I get really passionate when it comes to peanut butter and jelly anyways I love you guys so much and I hope you guys I hope you guys really do figure it out figure out life and your goals and your plans and yourself and your crushes and don't let fear get the best of you. Have a great time. Have a great rest of the year. Thanksgiving is soon, which I'm excited for. I fucking love Thanksgiving because I love the gravy. I love the vegetables. And then Christmas is coming and I love Christmas. And then a new year and you can be a new version of yourself. Just get excited for things. Stop overthinking life. Stop being sad. Um, enjoy it. This is the best. This is this is your life accept that this is your life this is what you look like there can only be so many things that you can change about yourself and still fucking hate uh you can change your hair and you still won't fucking feel like you're skinny enough you can lose weight and you'll still fucking hate your nose you can do so many things and you're still just not gonna fucking ever be happy with yourself if you don't truly start to accept your life how it is and learn to love yourself and get to know yourself and spend some time with yourself and not be afraid of things 
message people, care about people, have your best intentions thrown out there. And yes, you're going to get fucking hurt. Trust me, guys. I get hurt a lot. I get hurt a lot. But here I am. I'm doing more than okay without all the people that hurt me. I'm, in fact, probably doing better than all the people that have hurt me. Therefore, enjoy your life. Have a great rest of your week. I love you guys so much, and thank you so much for listening. Bye!